your hand if you get tripped up talking about your program or service with full confidence. Well, my friend, you're not alone. I hear it a lot from entrepreneurs. They say, I feel stuck because I'm, I am telling them what they're getting in my program, coaching calls, checklists, Facebook groups, but I can't get them to say yes. From features to transformation, selling your results, this guide will help you make this a thing of the past. And after you're done with this step-by-step -step guide, you'll be feeling hyper clear and confident talking about your program or service. This guide will help you best when you've narrowed down your niche and know the audience you're wanting to speak to. And by knowing exactly who you're serving, you'll know how to speak to them and how to talk about the results they'll get from your program or service so they won't be able to refuse. Plus, once you nail this down, moving forward becomes a whole lot easier. Don't talk about the features of your program. They're not interested in how many sessions they get or that you have a Facebook community. They want to know the results you're going to get them. By focusing on the transformation that you can help them get, you're speaking to the pain points they're trying to get rid of. And it will help them say, yes, I need this. If you haven't grabbed your free copy of From Features to Transformation, Selling Your Results, be sure to snatch it at jillmyrie.com. The link will also be in the show notes. Welcome to the podcast, Simplify Your Business, Amplify Your Life with Jill Myrie, former teacher turned serial entrepreneur turned business coach. I help coaches, consultants, and service providers build profitable dream businesses while designing a lifestyle that brings more freedom. This podcast is all about actionable tips and strategies to help grow your business. No more hustling 24-7. No more trying to do all the things. It's time to simplify so you can amplify. You have some ideas and you most definitely have the passion, but now you need to create simple systems and strategies that will actually grow your business. That's exactly where I step in. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your weekly dose of practical business building. Welcome to this week's episode. Let me guess, you've blocked time off to work in your business. You've got your cup of coffee or tea or whatever. Your desk is cleared, you're excited to get started, and you know you have a strong work ethic and you're not afraid to roll up your sleeves and get to work. So you sit down to get something done in your business and your first thoughts that enter your mind are, what am I supposed to be doing? What do I do first? There isn't an entrepreneur out there that hasn't found themselves in this position and oftentimes more than once. This is where having a plan will make all the difference. I know, I know, you just want to get out there and work in your zone of genius, but when you don't have a plan to follow, you'll feel like you're working your butt off and not seeing results. You'll end up creating a lot more stress, burnout, and overwhelm. You'll be staring at a blank screen trying to write content and nothing is coming to mind. You'll find yourself scrolling through social media thinking you'll get some inspiration and four hours later, you're no farther ahead. You'll find yourself switching from one strategy to another, trying to figure out which one will bring sales and grow your business. Not having a plan creates this feeling of always wanting to switch things up for a new and better way. Maybe what you're doing is working, but you haven't given it enough time to see the results. And not having a plan, you'll find yourself leaving your job to do your business full time and end up working more hours than you did when you worked for someone else. 
So if you want to be your own boss and have the freedom and flexibility to do what you want, then you need a plan, my friend. And if you can't discipline yourself to plan your work and work your plan, someone else will discipline you to work for them. Discipline isn't about exerting willpower in the moment. It's about designing a plan for success. So in the simplest form, a plan is just a decision about what you're going to do. So let me share a few examples of not of what not planning looks like. Number one, there's a big difference between having the intention to write content and writing and batching content for a two hour time block. There's a big difference between blogging and producing one post per month. Most people don't have a clear goal in the first place, let alone a concrete plan to achieve it. So what might look like a discipline problem is often often a planning problem. In other words, you haven't made your mind up about what you're going to do. Number two, maybe your main goal for the quarter was to do a live launch for your new program, but it never happened. Why? Because deep down you knew it would take a lot of work and you wanted an easier way. So what might look like a discipline problem might just be a planning problem. You didn't have a compelling reason to plan out your launch to be successful. Number three, for many entrepreneurs, starting a business working from home is a challenge. It's hard to work on your business in the kitchen with the kids running around and the dogs barking. It's much easier to get work done in a dedicated office or a coffee shop. So what looks like a discipline problem is often a friction problem. In other words, you haven't designed and planned for an environment that makes things run smoothly for you. Number four, it's said that we become like the five most people we hang around. If none of your friends are entrepreneurs, it's going to be kind of hard to get a business started. If none of them are successful entrepreneurs, it's going to be hard to grow your business. What looks like a discipline problem is often a peer group problem. And according to James Clear, who wrote the book Atomic Habits, he says the key if you want to build habits that last is to join a group where the desired behavior is the normal behavior. In other words, you need to strategically plan who you're learning from and how you're filling your cup so you can experience success. Now, when you've created and designed your plan, you take more action and you make more progress. So having a plan helps to get rid of that, what should I be doing cycle? It ensures you're prioritizing what's most important and creating boundaries. So you might be thinking, well, that's all fine, Jill, but what exactly am I supposed to be doing in my business? Well, you're the CEO, and we're going to talk about that, This, what each of these letters stand for in your title. C is to create, E is to engage, and O is the operations. So if your business time is limited, no matter what the reason the CEO workflow can move you forward. So if you're still working your nine to five, but you want to get out of that grind, this will work for you too. You can tweak it to fit your life and your business. The main idea here is to create structure to move your business forward rather than, rather than be a full-time employee in your business who's always in survival mode. So let's break these down. Let's talk about creating. 
So let's say you've got 20 minutes that you're going to use to create. Part of your creating is to show up in your stories on Instagram and soft sell. So beginning the day with a personal poll is a great way to build relationships with your audience. Drop a poll about something that's unrelated to your business. It increases engagement and viewer retention. Um, then you can speak on something that you're hearing coming up in your client calls or in conversations with ideal clients or something that has been on your mind lately. Use this as a time to showcase your authority and your humanness. It's part of building your brand. And at the end of your post on your stories, at the end of your teaching point or your storytelling, give your viewers a call to action, such as DM me the word freebie if you want a free copy of my 21 ways to find clients. Or tap the link in my bio to join the waitlist for my new course coming out. Your audience will not know what to do if you do not tell them what to do. And if you're Graphics and reposts will not speak to the souls of your dream clients when you're first starting out. So follow those steps that I just mentioned versus posting a bunch of quotes or reposting someone else's stuff. The other part of create is to create written content. This is your emails, your Facebook posts, your Instagram posts, your LinkedIn posts. When you're creating content, cycle it between storytelling, problem aware, and educational content. It will grow your authority in the online space. So storytelling is sharing your transformational work that you've done with your clients or literal stories from your past that your dream clients can relate to. Problem aware content is pulling out a pain point that your dream clients are experiencing. Bring awareness to their problems, their blocks, their pain points. This allows them to see you as the authority. Educational content is teaching tangible steps for your dream clients to take to reach a certain goal or a certain point. I recommend teachable content, maybe a maximum of once a week. You want your audience to want more rather than subconsciously training them to be freebie seekers through constant educational content. Posting every day is not as important as posting consistently. So you need to find your consistent. Find what works for you. If that means you can only post twice a week, then make sure you post twice a week, every week at the same time. So that's the C part of your CEO title. Let's move into the E, which stands for engage. During this 20 minutes, you want to actively generate new leads online. Now, I know that might scare some of you, but research and find out where your ID, ideal clients are hanging out. Is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? Is it LinkedIn? And it may be all three of those, but I would suggest that you start with one of those platforms. Then request to connect with them. It's always good to send a personal message. Be genuine and remember you're building relations relationships. So be human and not robotic. This initial conversation may or may not lead to a sales conversation, and that's okay. The compound effect from consistent content, selling through service, and building relationships is what creates a strong, sustainable foundation for your business. The other part of Engage is to reply to the messages and follow up, because this, again, is all part of building relationships. 
So you want to go to your messages and reply to anyone that you currently are having conversations with. You want to follow up with a story reply to conversations that have gone cold. Maybe send a voice note to conversations who you've invited to a sales or discovery call or are currently having sales conversations in the DM. I'll tell you, those little voice notes are amazing. The key here is to once again, show your humanness through genuine conversation. We're all humans. We get distracted, have other things going on, and generally just forget to respond. Do not be afraid to follow up. Make sure you're sending positive energy. It can be felt through those DMs. So that was your E part of your title, engage. And then the O part of the CEO is your operations. So these next 20 minutes that you'll spend working will be client check-ins and fulfillment. So intentionally check in with your current clients. Check in with them on Voxer or Slack or Facebook groups. The reason that you create a specific time to do this task is so that you have reserved energy for the most important piece of your business, and that is your paid clients. You reserve space for them at this time so that you're not anxious about creating content, replying back to messages, doing your daily lead generation, and all that other stuff. You're also going to create content for your programs at this time. This is the fulfillment piece of your back end of your operation. So spend a little time when you have your time blocked off to work on content for your programs. The other part of your operations is to check your payments, your accounts, your invoices, and pay yourself. Now, you might be thinking, oh my gosh, I've hardly started. I don't have a client and I've gotten no money. So this part is not going to be for me. Well, you want to create time at the end of each work period to check your payments in Stripe and PayPal so that you can follow up on any misleads or late payments when you are having clients. You want to pay yourself at the end of each two weeks or monthly, whichever you decide you want to do, and create a day to schedule all your monthly payments to be auto-drafted. You want to get in the habit, even if it's $10, that you're paying yourself so that it becomes a habit and you can see this grow. I love Profit First. Um, it's a cash management system to manage your income. And if you've not done that, Profit First, there's a book on Profit First, which I would highly recommend. And I also talk about this in my um, program. Seriously, do this no matter how much money you're making, your future self is going to thank you. So you want to make sure that part of your operations is to check your money, your invoices, and pay yourself. You want to be disciplined enough to plan your work and to work your plan. Until you're crystal clear on your plan, you'll keep getting tripped on, tripped up on what you should be doing when you sit down to work. You'll be shocked at how planning will make it easy to stay on track, get more done, and increase the time you spend relaxing and doing what you love. I appreciate you listening, and I hope you had some great takeaways from this episode. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to like and subscribe and share and leave a comment and let me know what you think. I would greatly appreciate that. Also, let me know if you're struggling with anything. I'm happy to create a episode to share some tips with you. 
Now, before we go, I want to remind you to keep your eyes and ears peeled for my new webinar coming up where I'll share how to gain freedom and move your business forward even in one hour or less per day. And the registration for that will be opening soon. <music>